Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another amazing AfterBuzz TV after show for your favorite show, Hemlock Grove. We're on season three, episode one. The final chapter. The final chapter. It's the final chapter, everybody. I'm your host, Shano, and I'm joined here by my lovely and beautiful co-host on the other side of the table. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be back. I am Marissa Serafini. And I'm so happy to be joining this pretty, pretty panel. I'm Mary Lou Mandel. <laughs> and where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And you can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel. And you guys can follow me at Sean Austin O on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, click that like button for all of our videos. And uh, on the line, we are actually joined by our equally lovely and awesome... Uh, guest, and that's Dio Horn, and she's calling from Canada, and she plays Destiny on Hemlock Grove. Hey, Dio. Hey. What's up, Dio? Hey, we What's missed up? you. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since we've talked to you. We 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 want you to be in the studio. Sometime this season, come by the studio again and visit us in person, but thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I always love talking to you guys. And we always love talking to you. So we're gonna. Uh. <laughs> so we're gonna jump right into it. And we're gonna talk, uh, start talking about uh, Peter right away. The opening shot of the the show is pretty much on this trucker, right? And we have is that the yeah, opening yeah. shot? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, in the woods. So we have this trucker driving through the woods, right? And creepy dude, creepy dude with his sex toy doll in the yeah, passenger no. seat with him. <laughs> Sometimes you need a did friend. You expect that? No, no, we did not expect that. Oh man. <laughs> And, I know, um, I kind of like forgot when I watched it again. I was like, oh yeah, this show is so weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. And he's even having a conversation with the doll too. He's, he's saying like, oh, you know, this, what, the sex, you know, it's not even like, blowjobs are not even a real thing, whatever, Maggie blah, blah, Sue. blah. Maggie, he calls her he Maggie even, Sue. He like, personifies it, which is even more sad. And he has a conversation with it about Bill Clinton and how it's like, oh, it's not a big deal if you give me a blowjob, it's just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even sex, it's just like an informal thing. So, anyway, uh, he hits something. Something, we find out it's Peter, and uh, he starts changing into the wolf like he awesomely does every time. I feel like every first episode of the season, we have to have a cool transformation with with Peter. You know, it's just yeah. it's great to yeah. see that they really dumped a lot into the special effects for this episode. Am I right, Dio? Yes. Oh my God, aren't the effects for the the transformation the best? I always was really proud of our show for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's my absolutely. favorite werewolf transformation of like all time. So, yeah, it's so gross and like <laughs> but yeah, and, and looks painful too yeah. for him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's yeah, the special effects for that the guys are awesome for the show. Yeah, absolutely. That was really fast. That was already like t- 
minute minute forty five into the show, and we automatically got a transformation. Yeah, because we are, mm-hmm. we want to see it. We want to know what's happening as the audience, and we get to you know we see it happening, and he quickly eats his skin, his carapace, like he did last time in the in the previous transformations. But um, here we see something different. The trucker is freaked out, and a half dozen wolves now come out of the forest and are on on the trucker side keeping him from getting back into the truck we see andres hop in the truck mm-hmm. working with these wolves obviously and honks the horn scaring the trucker and like almost like snapping him out of a dream and all the wolves are gone mm-hmm. yeah what Isn't you guys- he the cutest <laughs> yeah, <little> bad boy <laughs> my bad boy yeah luke camarelli he's great that guy he's yeah. amazing they're up to no good though still in that truck Yes, they are. So what do you guys think is going on? Like, we know that it's it's caviar that they steal, mm-hmm. jumping ahead a little bit. We find that out. Yeah. What, what's really going on there? What, why steal caviar? Or is it really caviar? Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's caviar, right? Yeah. We were, su- yeah, we were what, supposed yeah. to be eating it in the, in the bathtub. Oh, oh, that one. Oh, but I don't, but I don't think sense. we did. I think he was just drinking. It just ended up being he was drinking champagne, but we, I think we were supposed to be eating it. Oh, okay. I think that would have been a little bit awkward, dropping caviar into your bubbles. <laughs> it's supposed to be yeah, a luxurious right? thing. Exfoliant, right? Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> that would have been a really expensive bath. <laughs> but, but that makes sense why it'd be so expensive now, why it's priced so high. Yeah, yeah. So if they're taking black black market caviar mm-hmm. and selling it, you know, they're just they're making tons of money. They said they were gonna be making uh one point two mil off right. of this. Yeah. And they were justifying it because they were saying they were stealing from thieves. Yeah. 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 So who who do you uh, guys you know who were they like stealing Robin. from? Yeah, like Robin. Who were what? Who were they stealing like, from? Bad guys. I don't know. Yeah. Other thieves. Dun dun dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun dun dun. Okay, so we probably find out later in in the season. <laughs> but I feel like this is it's so interesting because this is like a real big setup uh, for uh, maybe something happening to Andres. I want to say because he's take he he mentions that uh, later on in the episode that he wants to take more money off the top. He's making it look like they're getting more, right? Mm-hmm. He says they're going to get yeah. one point seven, so that's a five hundred million or yeah, five hundred grand more, yeah. right? Finders fee, yeah, finders fee, Split yeah, it. yeah, and uh, and then they're going to say, oh, we're going to get like two hundred grand off the top. Don't tell anybody, okay, Peter? But they're selling it to the Croatians. Don't yeah. mess with them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they sound like they're pretty deadly, right? The way they make, the way Peter talks about them, which is actually interesting because I did some people research you don't want to mess with. Yeah, exactly. I did some research, and they said that they mentioned the town Potts, Pottstown, and that's yeah. actually yeah. East Pennsylvania. Whereas we know the Croatians were more affluent in Pittsburgh, which is West Pennsylvania. I mean, granted, they could have some liberties, and some Croatians could move to. Pottstown, yeah, but yeah. I find it interesting how it's in Pottstown, not Pittsburgh. But mm-hmm. just okay. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. So we don't get too much about Peter other than him getting the ring, which we see later on with Destiny. Yeah. Which we we actually we could we could jump ahead and start talking about that. So Destiny, we we get to see her. Um, is the belly dancing scene the first scene? Belly dancing. Well, we, no. we yeah. had a few scenes before that. but Oh, she does the snow angel yeah. scene. First Andreas Destiny scene was the engagement scene. 
was was okay. That was their first scene together. Yeah. But we did see mm-hmm. a vision scene with Destiny in the snow. And how how was that, Dia? Was Destiny like d- dreaming the whole time, or was she like really in the snow, like doing a snow angel? <laughs> well, I was really in the snow doing a snow angel. But yeah, <laughs> Destiny was dreaming. How cold was it in the snow? It actually wasn't that bad. Oh, it, it wasn't. I mean, they they were such a great crew too, and they kept really good care of me to make me warm and everything. Were you, um, were you out there but, for, like, half the day filming that scene? No, it wasn't too long. It didn't take too long. But I think I remember it was, like, a really... It was a snowy day, but it was, uh, like, a really sunny day in Hamilton. It's, like, just the town over from uh, Toronto. Mm-hmm. And that's where we shoot uh, a bit of it. And because um, it looks like a steel town. Like, it looks like... It really looks like um, like Pennsylvania, you know? Awesome. Um, but, yeah, no, it wasn't. it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I had all those hot shots everywhere, you know? Yes. <laughs> you know those hot shot things? Yeah. Those are, like, yeah, uh, amazing. An amazing inv- an invention. Mm-hmm. That they are. I mean, we've seen Destiny have a lot of visions of one, and a lot of them are true. I, c- I can't remember a time when she was actually wrong. And she envisions the dog star. So is that, will the audience see more of this, all, more of these visions from Destiny? Will we get an answer to that? I hope so. Yeah. I've, oh, go ahead. Theo, were you going to say something? Oh, no, 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 no. I was just going to say, well, yeah, I'll, everything is answered by the end of, when when you get to the last episode. Right, okay. which this is, of course, all is your questions will be answered. It's fun for viewers who are watching us because all of these episodes are available now, yeah? Yes. Right now. Yeah, Netflix show, like, you yeah. can just watch them all. So we're in the dark. We but are. there's probably people who are watching us who are going to be like, but we already know the answer. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> controlling ourselves and we're not watching all the episodes right now. I myself have only gone up to like 15 minutes of episode two. And you've watched more than I have. I've only seen this episode, so it's taken Herculean strength now to binge this. <laughs> yeah, episode, uh, seasons one and two, you watched everything. I had right, to, Marissa? I had to. Yeah, and I this one's no really, control. it's hard for me because it is the last one where I'm like, oh, we're going to actually wrap everything up here. Yeah, and I was, I was, dude, I was talking to you and I was like, I can't watch all the episodes now, then it'd be over, and I'm not okay with that. Yeah, we might as well I know, you just... have to savor it, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, last a long we're time. Gonna, yeah, we're going <laughs> to pull this out as much as we can so that we can just endure the final season. And, oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Um, but that's... <laughs> getting back to what you were saying, Marissa, about it being about it being called the Dog Star, I forgot that it was called that. I liked how Peter refers to it later on as a reptoid. A flying reptoid. <laughs> flying. Uh-huh. I love that scene at the bar where they're purposely catching up the whole audience. Yeah. Oh yeah, this would quickly happen in five lines. You know? Yeah, I thought that <laughs> yeah, was yeah. so I was funny. Like, Good, I needed that. It was yeah. a very clever recap <laughs> scene without being <laughs> <Yeah>. a recap. <laughs> yeah, right. he mentioned something really good. He said... Uh, he, yeah, he said the the flying reptoid, and he mentioned a psychic, like psychic telekinetic baby, and, and the random lactation, the, the random, random lactate. freakish lactation, bloody lactation. <laughs> <laughs> the show. Where's Miranda? That's the question. Yeah, everybody's looking for her. That's what's going on. Like the first episode for sure, we have everybody looking for three people. They're looking, for, and they're overlapping. All right, so we got Olivia, Peter. Uh, Roman, we got Price, all looking for uh, Spivak. They're all looking for Miranda and Nadia. Yes. Which are all probably in the same place. Probably. One would hope. Yes. One would hope. Unless they're... Well, how... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, remember the, la- no, remember the last the last episode of last season, right? That was like the big... 
like when the the big scary monster, whatever, collected them after they ju- after she jumped off. Yep, flew so away. Where did they go? So they're all together, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. And Who knows? I do recall Spivak saying something about her being the correct type, like whatever's in her blood. She has like a certain like genetic uh, abnormality that allows her to feed maybe their race, the reptoids, the mm-hmm. dog stars, whatever they are, and she they probably need her for that. So it's it's uh, maybe they are going to put her somewhere and harvest her a little bit of time. Well, we also know <laughs> Speedback has a degree in immunology, and he was testing or like injecting Miranda with Lord knows what kind of medication. So maybe he was purposely dosing her up throughout season two, and we didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Remember, you know what? Wait, wait. Can we just talk about how cool the scene was with? Uh uh Schultz and and um Olivia. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's Let's right. That. So we had we had uh Olivia in a, it looked like a hotel. Uh I don't think it was her house, right? So it looked like a hotel. It, it was like an apartment cuz yeah. she throughout no, the it was whole an apartment. Yeah. It was an apartment. Okay. Throughout the whole thing she's ranting like how much she hates that place. Yeah. Right? So the, the manifesta- manifestation of her like negativity and she's like no, yeah. we're going to get out of this. So I like new temporary. like like she read the secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like she's trying to think positive. Right. I'm like Olivia, come on. She's I like this very humbling for her. She's yeah. empowered now. She's got. She needs to get through this. Year. Ever since last season, where we had her dying, and she was like going into this slump and like loving everybody and for forgiving people and forgiving, trying to forgive herself. Now we have her going like, yeah, I'm gonna take what I want. I'm gonna do what I want, and and then you know I'm gonna say goodbye to everybody. And I liked how they did that. It was just her saying bon voyage. It's like the writers and everybody at Hemlock Grove saying bon voyage to us, the audience, which is such a it's, it's a nice feeling to hear that they're yeah. acknowledging that too but we have Chasseur yeah. there she's not mm. talking to herself she has Michael Chasseur there in the tub and she's she is harvesting this guy bleeding him out and sucking oh. him dry it's like a like, beer tap like, right <laughs> right from his penis area was it? oh man it, I mean the, the, that was a clear shot yes. to that special area. That's right, she was. Mm-hmm. If I was to get more technical to it, I would say the femoral artery, which is the biggest artery in the body. It could be. It right? could very well be. Or she's drinking his penis, I'm she sure. She was, like, basking in that. She was drinking it like a glass of wine, mm-hmm. you know? She <laughs> loved it. I know, and she's so powerful, isn't she? Oh, oh yes. She's so, like, amazing looking. Yeah. In control. In control. Totally owns that, yeah. Yeah. What else did you want to... What else did you want to say about it, Dio? Was there anything else that popped into your mind? No, I just thought it was an amazing. I just thought it was like a really awesome scene. Yeah, like amazing. a way to a way to introduce her, introduce her back in uh, the third season. Yeah. yeah, and and she's just mm-hmm. doing normal stuff at the beginning, like cleaning the place, tidying yeah. up, and then we have. And I, I thought to myself, who's she talking to? There's got to be a victim in there. She can't be talking to herself. She's not that crazy. It's like she's been mm-hmm. listening to too many self help books, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, where did this positive energy come from? Yeah, I love she's how they're watching her Oprah Super Soul Sundays. I mean, Oprah does it. <laughs> they just do that with every scene in this show. Like they start off normal and they switch each scene to like the weirdest thing you can think of. Right, and that's what's so it's really uh, that's genius. The first, the, yeah, it's the same, the, uh, the first scene, like you were saying, the first scene of the whole uh, season, right? Yeah. He's just talking to somebody, and then look, you look over. And <laughs> it's a sex doll. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's genius, and it's yeah. unsettling, because... It seems innocuous, but then there's always some kind of twist that comes after you, which it like wraps the show up mm-hmm. like beautifully, which is why we all love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, I wanted to uh, talk a bit about how uh, Olivia is 
paying a PI who happens to be also employed by Roman as well. Sherlock Homeboy? Mm-hmm. Isaac Ochoa. <laughs> Isaac Ochoa. That's the character's name. That's right. I liked him, even though he's very shady. Alex. But yeah, I like the him. actor, Alex, he's amazing. Yeah, he's yummy. He's so good. And, like, yeah, and you watch... <laughs> and, like, the rest of the... Like, he just does so well this season. He's a really great, act, talented guy. Yeah, I like how he's, he's. I just wanted to add that. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. He's he's very talented. I I agree. Voice. It's great. It's great how he's got like this. He's got this like kind of antagonism towards Roman for like not giving him enough info, and he's always pushing. And you could tell he's he's pushing for more money, and he is getting a lot of money because he's playing both sides here. Well, apparently not enough. Or remember when he like Olivia... call, remember when he calls me out or Destiny out in uh mm-hmm. or like he says he like basically is calling me like a BSer. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. that's right. Because they're, they're doing a psychic investigation. You had the best that's, line though. To, to yeah, throw she right has a gift for divining assholes. Yes. <laughs> so good. Oh, that was amazing. That was so, awesome. so you're there. You leave. Um, they they have the conversation where we get to find out that he is a PI, in fact, um, and. Yeah, and he finds out a little bit on Spivak, but he can't. But he's trying to dig up the past, and everything just goes back to his uh, med school in Germany. Was it somewhere? Germ- like he's ger- German, um, but also that after anything after med school just came to dead ends. So what happened to him? Or before? Was it before med school? It was after. Oh, it was like, after. Because he has legit degrees and medical degrees and whatnot, but any record of him afterwards completely died. Mm. Yeah, and then he just ends up in Hemlock Grove treating people suddenly, and and then he does away with his whole practice and becomes this reptoid flying around snatching Dog people stutter. up. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, let's let's talk some more about Destiny and getting proposed to by Andres. So he comes in while Destiny is doing her awesome micro business thing. She she is such a great <laughs> entrepreneur, isn't she? She's, she is. She's a prostitute. She, she's a hustler. She's she a, is. Yeah. She's a con artist. Yeah, right? she's a con artist. She's a psychic and she teaches belly dancing on the side. Yeah, man. She knows. She knows. She can make. She can. She's. She's always taking care of herself, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And and Peter, for that matter. But uh, did you have to take any lessons for belly dancing? What What was that process like? I did actually. Um, I got like. I think they booked out a few hours for me, and um, I did. Yeah, like maybe an hour and a half with with the teacher private lesson. It was so much fun. Um, I was super nervous for it too. I was like, I just. I don't want to look like an idiot. You know, like I want to do. Like, I want to do it justice, you know what I mean? She's teaching a class, so she better be good. <laughs> so uh, I think I, <laughs> once I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I, did, I didn't do it too bad. I didn't do too bad. I think that was, like, one of the things when it, before it was coming out. I was like, oh, I just hope that damn belly dancing scene <laughs> works out. <laughs> yeah, I think you did great because I've, t- I've taken belly dancing classes before. I was like, oh, yeah, that seems right. Really? No. Yeah. You release the abs Please. like a waterfall or <laughs> was that the line? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was so that was so much fun and uh the girls who were in my class were so awesome too. Uh they pop up again uh in the like um further down in the se- in the third season. But um no, wasn't that so sweet when he comes in and, and the the lady playing the, the violin and he reads me that like long poem. It was so fun. It was so fun to shoot that. He's so sweet. I don't like really good time working with Luke. Yeah, and I also like later when they're in the bathtub and he's like, "Are you going to be a bridezilla?" And she <laughs> just completely dupes him. That was great. I, I I really liked that scene because it 
he's scared of it, obviously, so he asked about it. But you know, we all know Destiny's not going to be that bridezilla. Yeah, she's not high maintenance no. at all. No, no, no. Okay. So yeah, what? no. When she was like messing with him in the mm-hmm. in the bathtub, yeah, that was a fun scene. Yeah, so, that, that poem is actually called, uh, to go back a little bit to that, it's that poem that Andreas read to Destiny was a moment of happiness. That's, oh. It's a real poem. Wow, you do your research, eh? I do. I, you know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, by Mulani Jalaluddin Rumi. I probably butchered that. But yeah, that's an actual real poem. Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that He's poetic so cool. and romantic. <laughs> Who knew? I was thinking that he wrote that thing himself, but that's I think that's cooler that it's an older poem. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. totally. It's like he yeah. He's learned. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And girl, I gotta say your hair and everything oh, was on point perfect. tonight. That episode. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Yeah, mm. your your glam squad, like, give them a high five because the hair was right. Awesome! Yeah, no man, my hair that was like, oh my god, I would have to come in really early to like curl every one of those. Because like my hair is like pretty frizzy, but it's not that curly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that was I, I like doing that for for shows. You know, just like a little something different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? She's a witch, right? I want yeah. to have like bigger hair you know like just sort of like little elements like to go back to the fact that she is a witch like i i grew my my nails those are my real nails by the way i just want to put that out there nice. my real nails <laughs> and i grew them and i kept like i made i kept them up and everything and um but yeah you know like long nails big hair just those little elements um but yeah thanks for the compliment yeah, i dug my hair too well, is it all your hair did you or do you have like anything to fill it in or you really have that much hair uh, I think there was one line of extension, just sort of like at the mm-hmm. crown of my head. Yeah, which just is to, great. To I like love doing ma- that. Yeah. I would imagine your hair probably got frizzy in the bathtub scene with all the water around. But um, <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I was like, don't get bubbles on me! <laughs> so so how was filming that bathtub scene? Like, was it super fun? Like, b- being in there with Luke? And, and how long did it take to film that scene? What, what did you guys do? Like, how'd you prepare for it? What was happening? Uh, I think it was I don't think it was too, too long. I just remember, I mean, like everybody, like I said, the crew was like super amazing and, you know, they would keep, they, they kept it like really warm and I was like, okay, before I get in there, can you guys, it was the same bathtub, right, that I stuck my head in in the first, nice. uh, in the second season. Perfect. And, uh, and the, that when I did that one, I was like, just make sure it's clean. And the guys were like, all right, we scrubbed it to like, I just scrubbed that thing for like an hour for you. I was like, thank you so much. So they kept it clean again for this one. Cause you know, it's like in a big dusty studio. So, mm-hmm. um, and, but they kept, I just remember, I think it started to get really cold. Cause we shoot everything in like December and, um, like it's like, it was like December to the end of April. So it was like a cold and it was a cold winter too. Yeah. So it did start to get a little cold after a while, but no. And Luke's always such a really great scene partner. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't really have to do that much. I mean, I've had a bath before, so I know what I was getting into. <laughs> and I love how you just are so playful as Destiny in every scene, and especially in that scene, you just you, you like we said earlier, you're messing with him about the whole bride thing, and then at right at the end, you do the perfect thing, blowing the bubbles off your fingers into the air. Oh, yeah. You liked my little button for the scene? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about uh, Roman a little bit. Um, unless you guys had something else to add? Oh, just w- maybe one more question uh, about 
we, I mean, we always see Destiny either throw up or ingest something nasty. Is there anything you could maybe tease? Will the audience get to see another crazy scene from Destiny doing something? Um, yeah, actually. Oh. There is. Uh, cool. Yeah, 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 there is. It well, involves, um, I'll just say it involves blood. Okay. Right. You know what? We'll All probably. Right. I actually want to bring that up when we we talk about um, more stuff at the end. So maybe we could fit it into like a spoiler alert predictions kind cool. of thing. Because um, I, I saw a little bit of what happened in episode two. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> you always watch ahead. I remember you did that last time I was there. Mm-hmm. Oh, was okay. it you or was who was? That, okay. that was me. Oh, no, I just sold you down the river. <laughs> you did. <laughs> That's okay, but I'm I'm being a good girl right now and watching one episode at a time. See, I wanted to ta- see more of what Destiny did because I knew we were going to have you on, so I got to talk about the juicy stuff that happens. Uh, but let's talk about uh, Roman a little bit. So um, I thought it was an interesting way, a shot to like bring him in, and we get to see what happened. And it, it looks like you know he's in the the nursery, right? That that mm-hmm. he was in, and, uh, that uh, Nadia bedroom. was in, in Nadia's bedroom. And then he spells her name with the blocks that were remaining, which was so cool because she used to always do that, like because she was like super smart and psychic and everything so she would do all that you know like psychic or whatever yeah <laughs> so uh he uh we can tell like he really misses her yeah and he's got that father mm-hmm. instincts are kicking in this paternal instinct he has a heart he has a heart yeah he, he def- say he's becoming more human he is i mean he's drinking that nutrient Mm-hmm. Lord knows what that does to him. Yeah. Which, do you think that's <laughs> giving him the same kind of strength that human blood gives him? Probably not, huh? Hmm. I, don't I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not too sure. But, um... So oh, what about... Did you, did you guys want to talk about the mysterious woman with the black hair? Yes. Oh, that's yes. Babe. So he goes to the bar. He has that conversation uh, with uh, Peter, uh, and they catch up everything what happened last season. Uh but then uh, he sees this girl off on the other side of the bar, beautiful, tall, not, maybe not too tall, not taller than him for sure, but I want to say tall, dark, and mysterious. <laughs> and she had such mm-hmm. dark, deep, dark eyes, dark hair. And I was like, all right, this is going to be Roman's new girlfriend for this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think girlfriend? Oh, I was going somewhere completely different. I have a serious prediction about her. Oh, okay. But we find out her name's Annie. Yes. Mm-hmm. She reveals that right interesting. at the end. Interesting. Interesting. And why is that interesting? And Oh, yeah. And it's it's the wonderful French actress, Camille de Pazie. She's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. You, She's you, just you, so good in this season. And, 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 and I'm proud to be able to call her one of my BFFs now. Oh, mm. that's so sweet. We'll have to get her in studio. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have to. She's there in L.A. Oh, oh, perfect. Done. We need to reach out to her. Mm-hmm. Marissa? Okay, I'm on it. All right. <laughs> so uh, we get to see that he, he obviously wants this girl. Like, the second he lays eyes on her, and he tells Peter, don't wait up, man. <laughs> cool little bromance they got going uh, on. They Whenever their bromance moments <laughs> pop up, it just makes me chuckle because it's so, like, awkward. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's endearing, but it's it's strange. <laughs> 
Yeah. It is. It's and actually, uh, people have made that into a drinking game. Whenever they have like weird bromance moments, yeah. you should take a shot or take a swig, whatever. You yeah, know, we'll be poison. wasted by the end of the show. Mikasa is Sukasa and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, there it is. <laughs> this is great. Um, so he goes off towards her, but by the time he gets there, she like has disappeared. Turns around. I kind of thought it was her because I did. It was such a quick flash of her. I was like, oh, she wants to give him a blowjob outside, but it wasn't her. Some other random girl. He moved on too fast. Yeah, like, I know, oh. right? Yeah, but that's the way Roman is, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's that's a quick true. one. <laughs> yeah, the first scene we saw him in in, in uh, season one mm-hmm. was he goes outside and he has sex with his high school girl. Right. right? He puts quick and quickie, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he is outside doing this with the girl, and who's on the other side of the alley? But the girl... Annie, Annie. Who's, we know her name is Annie, and he's she's watching him. What a voyeur she is. Yeah, voyeuristic, kind of creepy, like They're going to be perfect for each other in mm. whatever relationship they might have. Interesting. But then we dun, also dun, dun. see later dun, dun. on she's still following him. Yeah. She's like, she's stalking him, and he's stalking her right back because he's trying to find out who she is. And, like, when he glances back across the alley, she's gone, right? Yeah. So, but, quick, like, as sh- quick as a vampire, maybe? <laughs> maybe. She she already knew Roman, though, because when he goes to introduce himself, she already knew his name. So, well, how because, long has she been following mm, him? But he is, like, the Bruce Wayne of this town. That's what I feel. He's like this <laughs> playboy. Oh, true. That's a good way of putting it. Ah, yeah. So, he's like a playboy millionaire billionaire whatever he's the head probably ceo of his organization and uh and he just you know they know him he's in the local news everybody sees him uh, around the town so i'm sure they know oh that's that's roman godfrey that little spoiled brat whatever right true yeah so she knows she probably knows him from that um but maybe she's stalking him for another reason yeah perhaps I, i find it very interesting how roman's becoming more humanistic because even the car mm-hmm. he's driving is more like Humvee vehicle. I was like, that's very humbling. What was he driving before? He was driving that convertible. Some crazy, like, yeah, yeah red car. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Red. That's right. But didn't we have something, something happened last season where it ended up in the shop? Or was that two seasons ago? I can't remember now. As well. But anyway, yeah, I did like that car, too. But he's also confessing that now, you know, we've run out of nutrients, not to jump too far ahead. He's out of nutrient, and he knows he has to go back to the old-fashioned killing. He feels bad that he's actually going to be murdering people again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he really is starting to feel... More humanistic. Yeah, like almost comparable to what Olivia was feeling last season, I want to say. Maybe it's because he's all on the nutrients. Oh, yeah, the empathy? Yeah, yeah, he's getting the empathy, but... um, yeah, but and he wants. I, I thought that was such an interesting conversation with him and the priest in the confessional booth because he wants. And the priest says it: "You're trying to get some preemptive like forgiveness. Uh, I can't do that. That's not how this works. You have to prevent yourself from doing a sin, killing people." And he yeah. goes outside, and I thought he was going to go after that bum and take a drink. What, what did you guys think? How, what, what was that scene like for you? Mm, well, I thought when he was actually talking to the priest. I just got feelings. I was like, oh, he's just going to kill this priest. Yeah. But when he didn't kill the priest and then he saw the guy, the homeless guy outside, I was like, oh, no, he's not. He's not going to kill. He's going to have to, like, he's going to fight until he has no choice but to kill. That's how I feel. I'm glad he didn't, though. Because maybe it shows that maybe he'll find another way on how to get supplements that he needs, you know? Yes. But he does have a conversation with Price 
um, which who we're going to talk about next, and Price tells him that there's no more nutrient. Why? Because Olivia does this whole crazy thing, ah. giving, showing how manipulative she is, blackmailing Price over all of his shady experiments, which is so funny because this is the second time we have someone blackmailing him. We had the other do- his other doctor. I totally forgot her name. I know it was so long. Oh, that was a long name. <laughs> but you had it. You had yeah. his name. I, I had it by the end of last season. <laughs> it's left my mind now. But um, we we have him uh we have him flushing all the nutrients because he's afraid that they're going to find his experiments it had but these people were not FBI agents they were office of regulatory and financial management yeah, people from that the was government. a complete false type of raid right yeah oh my gosh but olivia got him good she loved it yeah and and that just fueled price being so uh disheveled he shuts down everything. Before that, we see he has an experiment um, to back it up with having one of those reptoids. It looks like he was growing it. He found an egg. Or, well, like an embryo that they yeah. had to put in the grinder. And oh, that was so obscene. And it was like a giant embryo that he held hands with oh. and like had a, a moment with. I was that. Uh, I, I had to take a break for a second after yeah. that. I was like, this is yeah. intense. And, and also the thing, it had like uh, Shelly eyes type, you know? Oh. I did think and also like, it had Shelly eyes. Is he creating another Shelly? I mean, he already created Priscilla. Lord knows what else he could create. That thing was so like cute in a gross way. But I, I felt so bad but for gross. it. Yeah, cute but gross. And it was just like, it was sentient. You could tell. It was like, what are you doing to me? And it's, they just <laughs> shredded him up. And it's a giant embryo. Oh, it's in the grinder. Do you, what do you think it is? Do you, or do you know? And you can tease us about it. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I can't tease you guys about that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. We just have to wait and see. Yeah, uh, backing it up more, uh, we see Price, like, he, d- he can't even track his meetings at all. And normally he's on top of everything, right? He, yeah, he knows going on with Price, man. Yeah, going on with him. the last yeah. six months, sleep I guess, deprived. <laughs> sleep deprived, and he, he is probably so just uh, broken up over the loss of Priscilla. Mm-hmm. That was like his daughter that he was putting Shelly's mind into and like, and probably parts of him and creating this new life form that was like going to be his daughter. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. she's dead, and... His he, new experiment is dead. His new experiment's gone. Did you notice once, you know, he destroyed all the ev- evidence, the camera angles went completely Dutch and oblique, and it was like, it shows the audience, like, just so how off-putting he is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah he uh, has a really interesting um, storyline this, this uh this season. And you can tell, like, he's not wearing a blazer. Yeah. That's one clue. His hair is not, it's grown out, it's not combed anymore, it's just like laying there down, which I actually think is a cool look for him. I (laughs) I know, right? I love the disheveled, the disheveled sexy nerd. Yeah, it's it's totally cool. And I think, because I I was looking at uh, Joel De La Fuente's uh, Instagram, and it looks like he's got more fit. Like, there's a shot of him as Price, and he's his arms are looking a little bit more buff there, I must say, <laughs> with his vest on and, and his, like, undone tie and everything. That's how you can tell Johan Price is going down the toilet. His life is going he down really the toilet. He looks like a mad scientist. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Completely mad scientist. So, um, fast-forwarding it a little bit, uh, we have... Him ha- doesn't he have a conversation? He has a conversation with Olivia. I think there was something else I wanted to say. That- oh, he brings in the Greek food. 
Yeah. 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 With that Greek dude. That Greek dude comes in and he asks the guy like where he's from or what his name is and he realizes it's and I loved how this is how brilliant Price is. He knows the correct term for saying stuff about Greek and describing it. He says Hellenic, which is so fascinating. <laughs> and he knows how to speak Greek. Oh gosh, what is there of a language? He was. Of course he, he does. Yeah, is there a language he doesn't know how to speak? Jeez. Yeah. And then he was also speaking Latin, you know, Cathago de Lende Est. Man. So yeah, he's he amazing. Has, he has the most insane dialogue to remember. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah just those lines. I don't know how Joel the Dale does it. Yeah. So uh he gets uh, he gets the Greek guy. He ends up putting him under like uh, it, and then he he transfers, I think, he transfers his consciousness into him. I know we're running out of time here, guys. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up in the next like 12 minutes or so. But uh but we have um we have him transfer his consciousness and then he has a conversation with himself essentially and himself in the Greek guy's body starts telling him how much of a wuss he is mm-hmm, and how he, much of... Uh, masturbates too much. Yeah, he masturbates too <laughs> much because he's putting off his work and whatever, right? 83 times. I mean, that's a lot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's not scientist. He's like... In the past 42 <laughs> days? Is that what it was? God. Yeah. Well, we know six weeks have not passed, so yeah. thank God they gave us a timeline to go off of. <laughs> but this... I feel like this is setting up stuff for what's coming later on. You know, we're going to have... We're going to have Price try to put his consciousness into something, or maybe he wants to put in his consciousness into something, kill himself, or maybe have two of himself? I don't know, running amok in Hemlock Grove? Mm-hmm. Amok, amok, amok. What about Shelly? You guys can talk about Shelly. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, she is obviously super uh, distraught over her sister Priscilla dying, and that was supposed to be her. And Norman leave- leaving, quote yeah. unquote. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and obviously we poor know. Poor girl. Yeah. That girl cannot get a break. We know that Norman's know, dead. Right? <laughs> Yeah, but seriously, and we see the custody battle going on in the court, right, guys? Mm -hmm. Custody battle, she's getting drugged up and numbed. When they exit, yeah, blood and Olivia, and then when when Olivia just gets the drop on her uh, on her her gloves, yeah, and then she gets mad. What is evil? Yeah, and you know what? She didn't even. She kind of got mad. She's like, "Oh, you animals!" But then she turns to Shelley and is like, "Come along, dear. Let's go." It's like, "What are you serious? You're you're not. You're going. You know, Olivia. You know, you just wanted to lick that stuff. Yeah, (laughs) you you want that blood in your mouth. I'm so hungry. I just just want to have it. But also, she's. I mean, she just got full custody. She should be. She legally is a mother. She should act maternal. It's like when someone attacks a child, you'd be. In, especially in the public, she'd be like, "No, get away!" You know, and she she's like, "Just ignore them." Yeah, that was mm-hmm. cold. Yeah, totally cold. Yeah, uh, but Shelly. And, and part of me with that, I was thinking that maybe she feels Shelly is more like mature, like buck up and handle it. But then when we're back at the house and she gives her like a little girl dress, mm-hmm. like it's interesting oh, yeah, yeah. when she's trying to keep Shelly in a little hole. She wants to keep her submissive mm-hmm. and and almost like dress her up like a doll. Mm-hmm. Which is terrible. Yeah, and in that white dress. You notice how Olivia's not wearing white anymore? I love it. No. Mm-hmm. She looked gorgeous in that blue. Yeah, what is she? Yeah, she's wearing blue she's like and wearing dark, blue, very dark tones. Color. Yeah, dark colors. But when she walked all. out of that courtroom, though, that was blue blue jacket. Yeah. Was, oh, that was, was an amazing outfit, wasn't it? Yes. When she walked out? Oh my god, yeah. And I I, yeah, I don't know if this so was like an intentional detail or not, but on that jacket, I noticed like on the sides, it has like two rows of buttons, but one row had didn't have a button on I the noticed, bottom. I noticed that too. And I was like, is this like, intentional, like, because they're broke? 
Oh, you know, so like it, she's got yes. her nice things, but it's and because I thought I thought it was maybe a mistake, but in a scene later she's wearing it and it still is missing the button. So I was like, that's probably intentional. That's Details. Totally, pro- I didn't even notice that because like we, yeah, like I, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I never, I, I noticed it when I watched it too. I was like, hey, that's weird. I wonder if that was like, like you know, on purpose, like the style that she was wearing, like the designer did that or something. But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. she, yeah, they're they're broke now. Yeah, and uh, we have Roman uh, say something in the hallway to Shelly where he mentions, you know that mom's just trying to get you for your trust fund. She wants to use your money. Yeah. She needs it. She needs it. So she's she wants, and she's house... Uh, well, we don't actually. I'm jumping a little bit ahead. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> Do something with the house yeah. later on. Ring uh, it in. <laughs> but uh, th- let's wrap it up with we have creature attacks, right? Yes. So we get to see uh, some at some point later in the episode that there is some kind of creature looking at people in the dark, and it sees pheromones off of people. Am I right? So yeah. We, yeah. we get that going on, and it doesn't attack certain people, just those ones, and. What like is this the reptoid? What do you guys think? I don't do you know, think this is the same thing that attacked uh, our guy while he's at the fridge? Yeah, the, the, I think it's the same thing that attacked Roman because mm-hmm. I think the dog star flies. So why would it be on the ground? Yeah, you know? that makes sense too. So mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. this got to be a different animal that's running amok in Hemlock Grove. Amok, amok, amok. Hello, thank you. Are they remaking that? Are they remaking that, or are they like making it with the same actors? I don't know. I think I that's know, good. But I think you'd be great as one of the witches. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's uh, I want to see them that reprise their roles. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think we great. all yeah, do. I think they still would be I amazing, too. They would Slight do a tangent. better job now. <laughs> yeah. Slight tangent. We digress. Shows up and hangs out. <laughs> well, w- let's, we, we're trying to uh, cram in some more questions for you and predictions as oh, well, Dio. So let's go ahead and ask you. I, I wanted to ask you some really great questions. So um, what was, what do you think... Th- in all the seasons of Hemlock Grove, what was the best thing you learned from working with all the actors and and the showrunners and everything? What have you learned from working on Hemlock Grove? Oh my god! Um, well, it was actually like one of my first TV shows where I've had like a like a bigger part. You know, like my part got bigger as it went on. Um, but I did learn. Like I don't know if this sounds if this is a boring answer or something. But I just like learned how to work like to be on a tv show for like five months you know what i mean i learned like all the time like the the way it runs hanging out with these people for like that long um just like the experience was very unique because i had sort of i've done like a bit of tv here and there and i did a um you know like more like shorts and feature films and, and stuff like that so i did um it was kind of like my intro into like being on like a real larger scale uh, like television show with you know um, such like a great part and great people like I think one of my favorite things about the show was uh, the people that I've that I bonded with over it you know like we hung out all the time like like every weekend we were always together you know like we were a pretty tight a tight knit group so I yeah I cherish the friendships that I know I'm going to have forever is that sappy? No, no, that's, no, that's wonderful. So sweet. That's yeah. set life. Like. <laughs> what yeah. What is something, Dio, that you wish you could have done on the show that you didn't get to do? Uh, have oh, I, this is easy. Have a oh well. Wait, I hope I don't get okay. Well, I'm not going to give anything away, but like have like a real face off with um with uh with Olivia. Mm. Mm. 
that would have been so I'm, good. I missed that I didn't have, yeah, that I didn't have, like, a scene, like, with where we could, like, I, I, yeah, I'm not giving anything away, but, yeah, I just wish I had, like, a, like, a scene with her, like, yeah, because mm. she's just so awesome and powerful, you know, such a great presence. It would have been, been a lot of fun to, <laughs> yeah. to play with her. She's really playful this season. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Can't we. Wait. If we had uh, Destiny's powers and her her mixing of potions and all that stuff versus uh, an Oopier who's got superhuman strength and someone who's as devious as Olivia, oh man, it would be such a great fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so, well, do we have any quick news? Do you want to mention some news and gossip perhaps quickly? Well, it's more so, uh, do you said you have upcoming projects and whatnot. Uh, what else can we see down the pop- pipeline for you? Um, well, I, I uh, was fortunate enough to get cast in two comedies uh, this summer. The first one is called Letter Kenny, and um, it's like about a fictional town in Ontario, Canada. And um, that's I'm really excited for that to come out. I have um, a, a really awesome, fun character in that. And then the other one uh, is called What Would Sal Do? And that's sort of like a take on... Uh, like what would Jesus do? And Sal, played by Dylan Taylor, um, is does an awesome job, and I'm really excited to like. I got to work opposite him a lot, and Scott Thompson is in it as well. One of the kids in the hall. Um, it's a really awesome, fun project. I'm excited for that to come out. I'm not sure when it's going to come out yet, or Letterkenny. I'm not sure the exact dates. But then right now, I'm also working on. Um, a feature film where I play so those two are comedies and then this one is uh, a feature film with drama with Brian J. Smith from uh, Sense8 more Netflix peeps yes that sounds fun yeah so I'm playing his wife and he's playing he's playing this tow truck driver that's great I really love to hear that you're working on all this stuff because like without Hemlock Grove anymore I I know you're one of my favorites in the show so I'm glad that you're getting on other stuff too Oh, thank you. I always love talking to you guys. Thanks so much for always thinking of me and having me on the show. Well, yeah, of course. I was like, well, Hemlock's grows back, so that means we have to have Dio back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I went to UST first. I was like, oh, okay, let's hit up her. Cause and when I'm back there, we're really going to go for, like, a drink or some ramen. I saw your uh, Instagram the other day, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're super jelly of my ramen. Yeah, we, got, we got some killer ramen in town. So. Well, we have real sushi yeah. here, so there we go. Maybe we can do that. Yeah, we can do that, too. Yes, we'd love to have you, Dio, so just go ahead and drop on by. Hit us up on Instagram right. or our emails. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Let's do some uh, predictions. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I, I have some good predictions. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to go first. You though. go first. I don't know. Like, right. I feel like you've been like, stewing in them. <laughs> usually, like, yep, that. usually I've already watched all the episodes ahead, you know? So, like, I have legit predictions. Give them to us. Okay. I have a, a good few. I think Annie is Roman's sister. Mm-hmm. What? Because she's tall, dark, mysterious, like Olivia. Yeah. And we know Olivia went through so many babies oh. to get to Roman to find that baby with a call. Who knows if Annie was somewhere in the middle and oh. she was a baby. Oh, that's going to um, be so weird. So that's why you say, like, girlfriend. I was like, no, I think a oh. little bit closer than that. Oh, man, he's going to fall in love with his his sister. That's so gross. Uh, and thinking then, about it now. And, and Dio might not be happy with this. What if the Croatians kill Andreas? 
Yeah. Oh, that that would definitely would not be happy oh, with that. Oh, yeah, because they're setting it up perfectly because they're trying to get this like little fairy tale ending together, and it could never be. <laughs> and um, I think because we know Olivia is trying to get to the baby first, I think Olivia might kill Nadia, even though it's a baby. She if she gets her hand on that baby, she might kill it. Uh, which wouldn't be good. The thing that attacked Roman, maybe it's Christina Wendell. Who mm-hmm. knows? I don't know. Maybe she's back. And then uh, I think this might be for a long haul, but I'm saying it now. Maybe either Roman or Shelly will kill Olivia for good. Oh, my gosh. I think you're right. It's got to be one of her kids. Someone, yeah. I, I mean, it's like karma coming back yeah. in full. Yeah, I agree. I agree with your your Annie being potentially a sister because I think with Roman and that that family's just really twisted that he would get off on like having somebody who's similar. And she to has him. a serious accent too. Yeah, and and Barry was very much like uh, Olivia. And then also, I think I agree with you, Shelley. I will call Shelley. Yeah. is going to be the one to take her down. Interesting. I feel like. Um I actually think that Annie's going to be the girlfriend. So that's my prediction for that. And then I have one more quick one. Uh, I feel like Isaac Ochoa is going to get killed in sometime in the next few episodes mm-hmm. by either Olivia or Roman. Yeah. Which would be... Whichever one he pisses off first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoever finds out that he's not doing a great job. Or whatever information he finds out first. Yeah. Then they mm-hmm. can't get that out in the public. That's right. Olivia's probably going to do it then. Probably. Uh, but I wanted to thank uh, Deal Horn for joining us thank here you. at our After Buzz TV podcast. Uh, she plays thank Destiny you for on the show. Me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. And we hope to uh, hear from you again soon. Where can everyone follow you on Twitter? Yeah, um, it's at my full name, <laughs> at Ganyet Dio. <laughs> Just Google Dio Horn Twitter, it'll come up. There you go. Yes, well, thank you so much. Thanks, Dio. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we love talking to you. And you're enjoy welcome. the rest of the enjoy the rest of the season. Absolutely, make it last. Yeah. Absolutely, we're gonna make it last we'll for ten we, weeks. If we can make it through the week without Marissa watching it all, we'll see. But I can't. I can't promise anything but thank you Dio, I'm sorry for I sold you down the river <laughs> <laughs> totally fine totally fine but you know we, we love having you as a guest and you know our first guest again Woo, yeah. look at that we're setting Yay. the precedent okay thanks a lot Idea. okay talk soon okay bye <laughs> So, uh, man, that's that's our first show. Uh, let's amazing. let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Um, where uh, can we find everybody? You can find me on all social media at Mary Lou Mandel, and you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And you guys can follow me at Sean Austino. That's S E A N A U S T I N O on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to watch out for my book coming on the iBookstore, City of Angels and Discontent. And uh, that's going to be released sometime this fall or early Mm. winter. We'll see if my editor gets it back to me soon. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks Thanks to Dio. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.